to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. With me is Ambrosia. Hello, all. Welcome, all beautiful beings, to this transmission. To this transmission. You like that? I love that. Just came out. I love that. I think you're blending more and more with Arc Nine every day. I'm going to start to levitate, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know you are. Um, And we are joined by one of our dear friends, Justine Hernandez, feng shui expert, coach, who is here um, for this whole month, every Friday, to talk about how you can feng shui your life. Oh, I like that. Well, hello. I'm glad to be here again. Just, you know, sharing vibes with everyone, positive vibes. Sharing vibes. (laughs) We're happy you're sharing vibes, too. (laughs) <laughs> we love your vibe. We've missed your vibes. We were just saying, we're like, it feels like it's just been so long since Justine has been here. So. <laughs> well, I definitely missed you guys. And now you can't get rid of me for a whole month. I'm really excited. Yay! Yeah. I'm so excited too. Yeah, we are very excited to have you back. I've been looking forward to this all week. Personally, I was telling you off air, Justine, I've been like feng shuiing it up over here uh, in my world. You inspired me. I was actually even just doing a Facebook Live with my mom on her page and I was talking all about closets and telling them all about that. And my mom's like, just from cleaning a closet? And I'm like, yes, mom. And I'm like, educating her. She's like, what? Yeah. So uh, your knowledge is being shared far and wide. Um, Um, How are you? you. (laughs) Yeah, of course. How are you doing, Justine? How's everything going for you right now? Um, Things are going really well. Um, you know, it's just kind of like being at home, even though like I do this for a living and I have clients and working in their space, like being in my own house for an extended period of time and not socializing can be a little challenge for an extrovert. So um, learning that ebbs and flows and honoring my body and honoring um, my mental state and, you know, honoring boundaries and like understanding what that looks like and how it's reflecting in my environment. So, you know, everything I share with you guys, it's also personal experiences and working with clients and, you know, seeing how stuff manifests. And um, a lot of us are home right now. So either you're getting, you're feeling cooped in, cooped up and stuck at home. And you're like, oh my gosh, I need to get some, like, some socialization, someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's been good. It's been, it's been a good um lesson and ebb and flow. And I feel like in this period of us really um, having time to spend time at home, we get to really assess and look at um, 
what isn't working in our lives that we haven't had a moment to really look at because we've been so busy mm. and going in pilot mode, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. Totally. It's, <laughs> it's, it's exciting and transformative times. Um, cool. Well, what are we talking about this week? Because last week we were talking about well, – we talked about a lot of things, but we were really focusing yeah. on the bedroom. So what's up for this week? So this week I want to talk about the magic of decluttering. And um, and also I had a really great question that someone asked me, and that this is something I wanted to talk about too, is what is the difference between feng shui and decluttering? Because mm-hmm. um, – you know, I talk a lot about decluttering and managing your space and all that stuff. And I talk about feng shui. So it's like, how do those all connect together? And I work on many different levels um, when it comes to your environment, because, you know, you are, you're, you have your being, and then your home has its own beingness as well. And so understanding how are you guys working together and creating a frequency that reflects what you want versus like what you don't have. Mm. So understanding that in your environment has been, it's just, it's just really, really good to understand that because then you're able to empower yourself to take action and do the things that you want to do. Um, And also letting go of the guilt and the shame and the frustration and the overwhelm and like all that jazz that Mm -hmm. comes with um, this whole process. But I wanted to just talk about that and also talking about um, decluttering with your kids when your kids don't want to like get rid of stuff, you know, uh, that's going to be fun to talk about as well. So just yeah, talk help about decluttering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's such a huge, that's what I was telling you. I've been going through a huge decluttering phase since our last episode. Like I just, I don't know if it's like the full moon or it's what's happening in the world or, or what it is, but it's like suddenly it's just so easy for me to look around and be like, I don't want this here. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm done with this. Goodbye. Um, I did that last week after we recorded. I, I put all the toys in the middle of the playroom and we had a donation toss keep pile and we tossed a lot of stuff and all the toys are still in the middle of the playroom. Or a week and a half later because I have lost my motivation to move them back. So it's good. It comes and it goes. Yeah. I mean, like, it's so funny because when we think about decluttering, like the energy kind of just like goes down. You're like, oh, my gosh, this feels so mm-hmm. happy. Yeah. And I just want to say, like, see it as a positive thing because – I feel like in this time as well, like we're being called to let go, to lighten our load, lighten our Mm -hmm. energy and our frequency um, so that we can rise into rise to the occasion in a sense Mm -hmm. Um, and stepping into more of who we are versus like the stuff that we the baggage that we've been carrying on either from generation to generation or in this in this physical life um, and things. So that like, there's so many like different layers to that. And like the magic of feng shui, of the magic of feng shui, there's always like magic about feng shui, but <laughs> cluttering. Um, the reason why I start on clutter is because um, I've been doing this for almost a decade. And one of the things I always noticed was clutter in people's spaces, blocking them from the things that they wanted. And mm. my thing is that if you truly want something new in your life, you have to be willing to let stuff go whether that be physical, mental, or 
you know, just any kind of traumas, emotions, you got to let that stuff go and heal in order for you to attract and manifest new opportunities, manifest wealth, manifest a new career, manifest a partner. Because if you're holding on to things, you're staying in that old frequency and that old vibe. And we're like, we want some good vibes, man. We want to like get out of our circumstance. We'll let shit fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you not get overwhelmed with it? Because I feel like that's one of my problems is, and maybe I'm just going too hard, but I feel like, um, like my pantry is really overwhelming. We've talked about this before and also the office. And so I don't even go into those areas. I don't go into the office anymore because I don't want to deal with it. Um, but I find that it's it's difficult to want to declutter because it feels so overwhelming. So how would you suggest we we do that? So my question would be, what about it makes you feel overwhelmed? Um, it just feels like a big task to take on. Okay. All righty. That's understandable. I feel like you're seeing like a stack of like a mountain of stuff going on. Yeah. Look yeah. at you intuitive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. So it's like a mountain of like sometimes relevant and sometimes in irrelevant um, mail mm -hmm. that we get. Yeah. Go ahead. I feel like for me, because I have that same feeling overwhelm whenever I think of decluttering. And for me, I feel like it's yeah, it feels like a big task, but it also feels like, oh, I'm going to have to make a lot of decisions and I don't mm. want to because I don't know. Like, I don't know what I should keep and what I should give away. And what if I give something away? Like, even with the mail, right? It's like, ooh, like, should yeah. I hold on we to this? We might need this. Yeah, yeah. What if I need it later? And yeah. I think that feels scary to make those decisions. So you're just I like, oh, I'll do it later. I also feel like during our day, I know like for Alexa and myself, I can only speak, but um, we – make a lot of decisions during the day. Mm -hmm. We are constantly making business decisions, personal decisions, things like that. So I find, and I know, I feel like other moms or other women that work do the same thing and males, but um, I feel like when you're home and you're done for the day, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to make any more decisions. You're like, I don't even care what we eat. I don't care. I just don't want to decide. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's actually really understandable. I mean, like for people that are like to get shit done, you're, you're CEOs, you're getting, you have business, you, you're used to telling people what to do, making decisions, doing all that stuff. The last thing you want to do is come home with all that and be like, okay, what else do I need to problem solve? Why can't you problem solve this for me? You know, <laughs> come on kids and partner. Like, why can't yeah. you do this? Why, you know? And so I feel like, what helps with that initial, with that overwhelm is creating systems. Oh, I love that. So it's understanding, you know, you have no capacity at the end of your day to even want to deal with the, with the pantry in the office. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. maybe having a system in place where you can get the kids involved or get um, your partner involved and create a system that be like, like, for example, like me and my husband, I do not like putting clothes away but my husband does. So I wash the clothes. He puts them away. That's our system mm -hmm. that we have. And so just creating little systems in your house that help support you guys versus creating more stress will help you tackle um, decluttering because it won't feel be, it won't feel so daunting because you're not feeling like you have to do it all by yourself. 
I love that idea. And I feel like that's a lot of us moms. We have this expectation. I think it's like what the 1940s or whatever, like when the women, they're sitting there with the vacuum, holding the baby, cooking and doing all that shit simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but that's not realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like we're getting out of like the residue of that mindset that we have to be all for everyone and like not do anything for ourselves because that is fucking selfish. How dare you want to take care of yourself and look beautiful and, and want to um, make, and how dare you like have your kids do laundry and do chores. Yeah. Like how you're such a terrible parent. You know what I mean? Like to me, I'm like, I think of it. I, I treat my children in a sense of like, they're my coaching clients. You know, I'm preparing them for life. I'm teaching them life skills. I'm Mm. teaching them how to show up in the world and showing them how the ebbs and flows of this universe work. And that's what I teach my kids so that when they have partners, they're not being a nuisance, like adding another child to the family, but rather adding value and being a support and helping things take action and working together as a team versus like, oh, you're the woman, you should do it all. Yeah. You know, and the kids have that expectation as well. And I'm, I always tell my kids, I'm like, you know, like, oh, I'm so bored. And I tell them, I'm like, do I look like a clown to you? And they're like, no. I was like, because I'm not here to entertain you. It's not my job. Go fig- Go use your imagination and figure stuff out, like problem solve, you know. And so I feel like decluttering is one of those things uh, or like just getting where, getting used to, um, I think it's like that mind shift of decluttering. When you declutter, don't feel like you have to do it all yourself, mm-hmm. but rather figure out ways to get your family involved to do it together as a team because oh, that yeah. will help alleviate the stress. That's a good okay. idea because you're not the only one making the mess, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And also like leveraging everyone's strengths, like you said, with you and your husband. It's like what it's making it easy on everyone. It's like whatever comes naturally to you, like everybody take that part of the task and things will go a lot better for everyone. And yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, I love it. So how about for you, Alexa, with the overwhelm? What do you how do you um how do you see that manifesting for you? Were you feeling overwhelmed because you feel like you have to do it all yourself? It comes back to, again, it's like, for example, there's this, been this pile of jewelry sitting on top of my dresser for like, I don't even know how long. And it's just like, sorry, by the way, there's a huge storm that's just coming in. If you can hear that, coming, I don't know where it even came from. I was from. like, who are you chatting with? Yeah, there? no, no. I keep looking out the window because it's like kind of scary. Um, <laughs> it sounds like someone's moving something. Yeah. It, crazy. It, yeah. I, it was weird. I felt I was like, maybe it's a window washer or something. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's playing tic-tac-toe on your window or something, you know? Yeah, no, it's nature. Uh, it's nature knocking. Um, no, so anyway, I've had this, like, just pile of jewelry, and it's just all these different, like, necklaces and, like, earrings and rings and stuff. And, like, a lot of it, like, I never wear. Never. I think it's pretty. I just never wear it ever, and it just doesn't – I don't know. But it's in just kind of a pile and it's messy. And every day I'm like, I should really go through that. Every day I'm like, I really should. And then I'm just like, no, because I don't know how to make a decision about like, should I keep this? Should I give this away? Some of it's like sentimental. I don't wear it. Like, I don't want to deal with, I don't know. I, I have, there's a bit of me that's like, well, what if I want it later? And all that, all that. Yeah. So that's, that's well, where that comes from for me. 
So what I would say, you already have that. So this is the, this is another thing, you know, you already have that subconsciously. So that's taking up space in your body. That's an energy leak. I like to call them Mm -hmm. because you're subconsciously know that that thing you need to go through, but you're not doing anything about it. So that energy is going to take up more and more and more space. And then you'll notice you'll start feeling overwhelmed, some anxiety, and you're like feeling certain feels and you don't know where it's coming from. It's usually Mm. because of that subconscious thing, you know, that you need to deal with that you're not dealing with. And it's kind of like a, like, see, you're not dealing with your stuff, you know, kind of thing. I like that. Totally. I mean, I don't, it doesn't sound good, but I like (laughs) the, I like the definition of it. (laughs) So I would say like for you as a first step, you know, I know that storm is hardcore girl. It, It sounds hardcore. I know. So I would say like for first step would be find like some pretty box, like jewelry box or something like at TJ Maxx or online or wherever, like something that really is beautiful and inspiring. And then go through all of the things. You don't have to make a decision. Just make it look pretty Mm. in that container. And then when you visually see what you have, it will not overwhelm you. And then you can take the steps to start going through it because you feel more empowered to make a decision. Yeah, I like that. Cause I keep getting this intuition of like just hanging it all up, like getting one of those like wire or something cool to yeah. like just yeah, hang you can it all up. Cool looking one. So I can see it. And I think that's the whole thing. It's like when I see it, I think it'll be clear, like I don't even like this or like this doesn't I would never wear this. Like just give it to someone or donate it or what whatever it is. Um so I really like I really like that idea. And that's that's a thing, right? It's like so often like the the reason it's overwhelming, it's it goes with fear of the unknown, right? It's like yeah. when this closet that I've talked about in my guest room, I just get so overwhelmed because I'm like, oh, it's just like there's so many things in there. I don't even know what's in there. And like I just don't even want to open the door and deal with it, right? And that's I feel like that's very um it's it's a metaphor for us being like afraid to 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 look into like the void basically and um but once you actually know what's there then you can make informed decisions and you can take action but it's that fear of like looking you know mm, the monster yeah. under the bed oh man so you know what just came came to mind was that clutter is like a way to hide yourself from who you truly are oh that is that should be a quote that from is the a podcast quote. there we Clutter. go is a way to hide yourself from who you truly are. Because you're holding on to like all this stuff, all this baggage, you know, sometimes it's a lot of things that isn't even ours, but yeah. That's what that was good. That That was gold right there. Yeah. That is, that's really powerful. I don't Mm -hmm. think any, I don't think people realize that. And when you put it like that, it makes you want to go like, I don't want to hide from myself. Like I don't want, you know, I love that. Yeah, it's all like, it's all about your vibe, man. Like I'm wearing bright colors. Bright colors make me like help my feed my frequency. Mm. So it's like doing things that feed your frequency to be high vibing. So like if you're holding on to stuff, it's like you're hiding from yourself because it's like, why, like, why would you really want to hold something that's, that's old and stagnant and doesn't reflect you know, um, what you want when the opportunity is like right there in front of you. If you just let that go, like you'll open the floodgates. Mm. 
you know? So I was like, you know, I tell people like, you can find money. There's like money you'll find in there. People found checks and cash and like, like little, um, I know some people like hiding stuff in their picture frames and found all kinds of cash, you know? So that's that's like my, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like if you go through all your stuff, you might find like money, but you'll definitely have energy coming your way. That's for money and abundance and opportunities. And, Mm. um, like I had a lady, well, like a client of mine slash friend, she was, we were live together online and I was sharing, um, like some feng shui tips for your space. And she was talking about how she didn't have any clients. Like she's a photographer and she's amazing, but but like her business was at a standstill after all the COVID stuff. Mm. And I, and it was just basically how her desk was positioned as well as like the clutter and everything. And I told her, move this and do this. And that night when she did it, she got like a floodgate of emails, a floodgates of like her social media pinging her wanting to book her. And I was like, see, like that's how energy works. Like if you position yourself and get rid of things that aren't serving you, you welcome so much like abundance. Like it's just mind blowing. Mm. And you're like, oh, this is like, so if you really want to up level your life and change who, um, like change your circumstance, you really got to be willing to let things go Mm. in spite of how it's making you like feel in a sense, you know? Um, it's, yeah, it's like the same thing as friends, (laughs) right? Like, or relationships, but like, I'm thinking almost about like friendships, right? It's like, you know, as you're kind of evolving, right? Certain friendships might, you might outgrow them because they're just not like matching where you're going. And it's no judgment about that. But like some people, I think, try to hold on to these certain relationships or friendships that really don't fit them anymore. And they don't even feel good anymore because you're just in two different places. But it's like the longer you hold on to those friendships or relationships that don't feel good, you just are, you're creating that in your life. So that's what you're mm-hmm. experiencing. So the second that you can actually say, hey, I love you, I, I release you, like, you know, and you kind of, you start actually, you, you kind of release that friendship, you both create new space in your life and then you welcome in this whole new group of people that actually really match where you are and match where you're going and elevate your life. So it's literally the same thing with things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's yeah. the same. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a person thing or whatever. It's all the same idea. Yes, that's 100% because it's about the frequency. Mm-hmm. It's about who you're surrounding yourself with and do they match where you're going. For Mm -hmm. sure. And I love the analogy when it comes to friendships, for sure, because, you know, it's funny because I think about friendships in the past where I held on to them and I still try to reach out in spite of me not hanging out and feeling guilty because I haven't spent time with them. And I'm holding on to them thinking that they still want and they're just just as fine as if we just let go and and let go and separate and we'll be fine. Like everyone's going to be fine. So it's like people hold on to stuff because of guilt. They feel Mm -hmm. their family member is going to judge them because they bought them something and they thought that they would hang it up and they're afraid to have that uncomfortable conversation that they don't want it. Or um, there's a lot like people that have um, children and they donate, uh, people donate them a bunch of clothes and they're very grateful. But after a while, when you have like five families donating you tons of clothes, it starts feeling a bit overwhelming and you start feeling like, oh my gosh, I have too much stuff. 
Mm -hmm. So it's like learning how your boundaries work to be able to say no and be like, thank you. I honor you, but I'm good, you know, and being comfortable with saying that that's like about creating boundaries and understanding how to articulate and communicate with another person. What is it that you need from them and Mm -hmm. how, and what your boundary is. So there's a lot of like that goes into understanding how you show up reflects how you deal with your clutter. I love that. So how is clutter? Well, I mean, I think you're explaining how clutter works with feng shui. So how How is it different from feng shui? Yeah. How is it different from feng shui? So how it's different from feng shui is I'm dealing with um, the energy of the home. So I have a special compass that I use that tells me how the home is situated on the land. Mm -hmm. And so based on that, like when it's kind of like the birthday of the home, when the roof goes on the, um, when the roof goes on, there's an energy that was trapped in the house. Mm -hmm. And that's like the sense of the home taking its first breath. Did, were we on the podcast when you were telling us that, or maybe you were just telling me that each home has an astrological chart? We were on the podcast. Yes. That is so freaking cool. I just love that. Okay, keep going. So yeah, it's like an astrology for your home. So I'm looking at the energy of the home and how it's positioned on the land, its interaction to see if it's a positive for if it's supporting you for health, wealth and relationships Mm -hmm. Um, and seeing if you have a money lock. So homes go through money locks and relationship locks for 20 years. So I can combat that energy with natural remedies, feng shui tools and stuff. And then the interior of the home has its own energy and it's split up into like a nine grid system with your floor plan. And then that energy cycles have permanent energies that are part of the home. So the astrology, and it tells me like the overall lessons of the house, the essence, how the home is interacting with the residents in the house. Mm. Um, it's, it's really cool. Like I have a house, um, I'm working with a client that, um, you know, she was talking about how they are getting back together and working on their relationship. And she noticed that there was like spurts of anger and frustration. Everyone kind of trickles out on each other. And I laugh because that energy is manifested in their space. Like that's the essence of their home. Mm -hmm. And so teaching them how to combat that already energy in their space by using the five elements. Um, so it's just really fascinating. And then on top of that, there's an extension and the floor plan where it doesn't fit into the nine grid. It's called an extension. And what that does, what that means is that a certain person in the house has more power or decision-making over the rest. And so, so in this house, the house had a heavier masculine energy. So it could represent that either the, either the, um, the man in the house is overpowering or that there could be moments of like that intense masculine energy flaring up kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like understanding, like, I feel like the more you understand your space or the energies, the more you're able to relax and not take things so personal, but like go with the flow, you know, it's kind of like when you understand money, you learn how to not control it, but just let it go with the flow. So it's the same thing. It's creating that awareness. And that's kind of like the difference. I look at the frequency of the home where decluttering is looking at how you're showing up and interacting with the home and its frequency. Oh, okay. So that's usually like 
I would say that's like the woo-woo difference, you know, in a sense. (laughs) (laughs) They put it into woo-woo terms. But yeah, like it's, I'm, I'm working on different levels with energy so that you are aligned, your home is aligned and supporting you, your home feels supported. So it feels like, um, it's kind of like the self-care, like that container you can't give if you don't, if you can't give out of what you don't have. So if your home, if you're upset because your home isn't giving you what you, what it needs, it's probably because you're not supporting your home in the way it needs. Mm. And that trickles down that way. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, really interesting. But I, I mean, yeah, so that was one of the things that I've dealt with, uh, with a client where it was like matching and mirroring perfectly uh, what the client was dealing with. And the same thing, like with businesses, I've dealt with people where they had like a lot of issues with their clients and come to find out that frequency was the essence of the, of the business. And so there's like um, drama around money. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's clear this energy out. Let's balance this out so that when it shows up in that way, it's not so intense Mm -hmm. and you already have awareness of how to deal with it Mm -hmm. and um, how to balance the energy and the frequency and the environment so that it's supporting you, supporting what you're wanting to cultivate. And um, so opportunities are flowing and abundance is flowing and yeah, (laughs) it's so good. I just, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I, it's so good. I just love it. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like all like the, information the information that you have. It's truly so cool. It's so cool. Um, yeah, too. I mean, it, it feels like there's so many tools to just optimize your living, you know? Yeah. And that's really – and then when you think about it, too, it's like that is your basis for everything. That's where you start the day. That's where you end the day. That's where important things happen, you know? And that also relates to your sense of security, right? Because your home is what shelters you and provides for you. And so if that doesn't feel good, then you're, you're, does that end up relating to money problems if your house isn't good? Because it's like your security, right? Yeah. It's like, you don't feel good about your space. It's like, if your home isn't giving you a, doesn't feel like it's giving you a hug when you walk in, Mm -hmm. then we need to fix the energy for sure. Because you should be feeling supportive. You should be feeling alive and vibrant. And, you know, I'm not saying like, you're going to feel that way every single day because you're human, you know, (laughs) but you know, but just the sense of like feeling like when you come home from all the craziness, you can just go. (sighs) Yeah. 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 And feel yeah. like everything's going to be okay. Yeah, mm. it's beautiful. So what are some ways, going back to this clutter, what are some like, I don't know if you have any like tips or tricks for, and you gave us some like with my jewelry and with like uh, Ambie with like, you know, delegating ta- or, you know, ha- ha- creating yes. systems. What are any, are there any other ways that people can um, try, you know, tackling clutter that maybe they haven't been thinking of? And also, can I add, yes. what's the most important place in your house to get rid of clutter? Oh, so I would say there's, I would say three top spaces to get rid of cl- clutter. I'm getting my notes ready. All right. Go girl. for it. So your bedroom. Okay. Closets. Huh. And kitchen. Ooh. Why those places? So, um... Your bedroom, of course, reflects you and you need to be feeling amazing and fabulous and on point and aligned. So you need to make sure your space is amazing. 
And then um, your closets, because, you know, like we talked in our first podcast that, you know, closets are energy hoarders, you know? So if you can go through all your closets and get rid of stuff uh, that's not serving you, go for it. You know, like right now, for example, I have a closet downstairs that has like a janky shoe rack that I've been like upset that I need to get rid of for the past six months and I haven't done it yet. But that's a project I'm working on because it's in my south corner that represents how I share my light in the world. Mm. And so I don't want it to be that I'm wonky in sharing my light. Right. <laughs> yeah. So being mindful about that, like see how it's all symbolic. <laughs> and then uh, the third one, kitchen, is the kitchen represents abundance. So if you have a lot of plates and um like a lot of plates that you don't use, a lot of cups and silverware and plastic silverware that like from you keep from the kitchen or catch up packets and like all that stuff. That's all like, that's like a, a lack mindset, not saying, not judging anyone that does that because me. you know it just, it happens. Like some people are like, Oh, I don't want to spend money on ketchup. So I'm going to go get pe- ketchup packets, well, I'm not which is, like which is fine. No judgment. no judgment. I'm just saying, if it, the mindset behind it has to do with you don't feel like you have enough money to be able to buy the things that you want, yeah. then be mindful about that. Like in the previous generation, like not previous, but my grandmother, for example, she washes um, Ziploc bags. And I, for the, for many years, I thought it was the most bizarre thing ever to wash your plastic forks and your, and your plastic bags and I'm like, okay, but it's during that time period that's like generationally passed down the great depression, you know, where mm-hmm. they didn't have things. Mm-hmm. And so they kept everything. And so that's why it's kind of like, oh my gosh, like I get it, but like, let that stuff go. Cause like we're, it's that lack, you know, like we may need it, you know, just in case. And it's like, yes, but if you believe that the universe is abundant, then you won't need to do all that. This is so funny because so we had a housewarming party and we got like a whole new set of silverware that we didn't love. I'm so sorry if you're listening that you got it for us. And then we got um, our old silverware. So we have like it doesn't match. But at the time we were letting our friends stay with us. So we literally had like 12 to 13 people in the house. So we needed all the silverware. That was two years ago. And so I was putting the dishes away yesterday, literally yesterday. And we can't close the drawer because there's so much silverware. And I was like, I think it's time to like get rid of the silverware. And Alex was like, okay. And then he's like, well, why don't we buy like new plates and new bowls and new glassware too? And I was like, "Ah, okay, (laughs) sure. But part of me was like, oh my God, like, are you sure? The ones we have are fine. They're a little chipped, but it's okay. (laughs) But like, it is that lack mindset. So it's so interesting that, I'm very grateful that you're here explaining this to us. Thank you. <laughs> well, I've actually wrote a blog post too about chip dishes because oh god, I had, yeah, girl, I had I had chip dishes that Jay <laughs> when I first moved to Virginia. Um, me and Jay moved together. Well, he didn't move. To, we didn't move together, but it was his plates from when he was a bachelor. So we had a lot of his stuff because he was like a really self-sufficient man, which was surprising. <laughs> he had, dude, like this guy had like curtains on, 
on the windows. Okay. Good like for him. Yeah. I was like curtains. He had pictures of his parents. I was like, you got pictures on uh, the wall. <laughs> that doesn't, that actually doesn't surprise me. Like meeting him and like knowing you, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so anyways, I digress, but <laughs> the whole point was that the plates were so janky and I was like, Oh, it'll be fine. Like, it's okay if they're chipped, but they were like extremely like chipped. And I was like, okay. Now I look like a poor person that yeah. doesn't want to like buy anything. So I decided to get rid of the plates and invest and buy um, some really nice plateware that I really liked and I loved it. And um, it really shifted my energy when I did that. So, but yeah, I totally recommend it. What do oh chipped God. plates or chipped like things represent? So chip plates have to do with abundance and it has to do with how you view or how you work with money. Oh, mm. shit. <laughs> and so, feels attacked. I'm going to go. I know. I feel attacked in this podcast. I'm going to go throw it out. And be like, we're eating on Tupperware tonight, people. <laughs> I love how Ambie will do things defiantly in the face of her limiting beliefs. She'll be like, nope, mm -mm. (laughs) no, that's not my belief. I'm just going to throw this out. This never existed. I don't have this. I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. Nope. Was never here. (laughs) Done. Done. No limiting here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's funny. So I will tell you right now, I have a busted ass waffle maker in my cabinet right now because it's my second one I fucking broke and I have to go buy a new one. And I was like, oh, I have to go buy another one. This is my third one. Why do I keep breaking the waffle maker? What do waffles represent? Those waffle makers are delicious. I know they do represent delicious. We're having chicken and waffles for dinner tonight. Actually, my family has conned me into it. So good. Oh, that sounds so yummy. Wait, I have a question. What does the drawers represent? Ambie, you described not being able to fit uh, the silverware into the drawers. I felt like that was symbolic because, I, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people have stuffed Alexa. drawers. So, no, I'm just saying <laughs> general stuffed drawers. Like, I don't know. You're a guinea pig, girl, because we're not live on Facebook. We're not? No. Remember? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Didn't know. <laughs> so, okay, drawers to, me, drawers to me represent um, what you hide. Because it's out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. So I noticed like even um, my decluttering challenge that I've been doing um, since the beginning of April, I've been getting pictures and they're like, oh, I did the dresser and the outside. It looks beautiful. I was like, but did you go through all of those drawers? Oh, no, not yet. And like, (laughs) I'm like, okay. I was like, we need to go through everything, like pull everything out. Because you're going to make me cry. All things. You have to see all things. And when you do, you start letting stuff go. It feels so empowering and so amazing because you're letting it go. Girl, I'm literally going to cry right now because there's this drawer that I've been avoiding because it has all the baby bottles and baby stuff in it. And I'm not ready to let go that he's not a baby. And then I don't, I'm not going to have any more babies. Like I'm done. And it's like so heartbreaking. Like, I don't want more babies, but it's really sad that, like, that phase of my life is over. Oh, that's so beautiful that you held on to the bottle. See, like, that's all important. Like, that, there's a yeah. reason, you know? There's an yeah. emotional reason why people hold on to things. And this yeah. is, like, thanks for, like, sharing that and being vulnerable about that. Also, oh, that's I didn't know I was so emotionally charged, truly. 
Well, that I was gonna say that, Ambie. Like, I you talk all the time about how you're like, oh, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So it's interesting to hear that from you, and then for it to kind of the reflection about what Justine just said about it being things you you're kind of like hiding. It's almost like hiding those feelings of like that you actually really are gonna miss it. Yeah, I'm gonna miss like because he's he's just getting so big, you know, and like yeah. All my kids are getting so big and I I just realized, I guess I realized this week that that phase of my life is done. Like, Mm. and it's nice. I don't have to wipe anybody's butt anymore, you know, (laughs) but it's also, it's also kind of sad because you, I like really miss those days of like just having a baby in your arms and like rocking them and just being so like them being quiet and sweet and gentle (laughs) instead of, you know yelling or yeah (laughs) but it's cute because he's going through you know one of my favorite phases which is like the magic phase I call it like everything's magic in his eyes right now so how old is he he's five well he's going to be five in August he's so cute right now I agree he's getting to a very cute phase he is and then Riley who is going to be 16 actually yesterday like saw me making stuff and doing dishes and he just came up to me and was like I love you and hugged me and I was like what the hell's happening is everybody okay are you dying I didn't say that I just hugged him back and was like I love you but I think it's he's like everybody that has older kids was like they'll come back they'll come back and I think he's on that loop of coming back to me because now he's like do you want to do a puzzle and I'm like oh my god yeah you want to hang out with me sure (laughs) I'm cool again what (laughs) so it's like this I'm, I'm like getting to know him again you know what I mean like going back into this space which is why I think he suckered me into making fried chicken and waffles tonight because he was like Thanks, mom, for everything you do. I love you. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. I'll make the waffles. That's fine. You're like, oh, that was so beautiful. You had me and I love you. You had me. <laughs> That's so cute. Well, it's it's beautiful to hear what like your perspective because I like a lot of my clients deal with that on different levels, you know? And so it's a type of vulnerability. You know, yeah. like that's why when I'm going into people's houses and I'm decluttering when I can be in people's homes or I'm doing it virtual with people, it's creating a container and a sacred space for people to feel their emotions, no matter how silly they may seem, because yeah. we may discount them and be like, oh, this is so silly. I shouldn't feel this way. But this is you processing the emotion out of your body so that you can move forward because mm-hmm. you are aware of what's like, what the issue is and what's going on. And if you decide not to declutter that particular drawer, at least you're conscious and aware that you've made that choice versus like, oh, I'm not aware of it. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But subconsciously yeah. it does. Yeah. So when you're ready, oh, go ahead. No, continue. Oh, so when you're ready to go through that drawer, you can do it with confidence And then once you release it, it feels so much better than doing it out of like, oh, I need to get rid of stuff because, you know, someone on the podcast told me to, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing, Justine. It's like really powerful to have someone like you there going through this process with someone or just just 
as support for them going through this process because I think, like you said, it can feel really silly when the emotion – like I know this because I'm an emotion, I'm an EFT practitioner and I deal with this a lot. Like it can feel like confusing even. Why am I feeling this emotion? And then you kind of feel shame about it or feel like you said yeah. it's dumb. And to have someone there who under, who's not judging, who understands, who – knows this process and can hold that space for you is like one of the most powerful things that can happen, you know, because mm. they're really going to take your hand and pull you through the experience and like help you walk through the experience. And, um, and sometimes that's all you really need, you know? Yeah. I might wait till after the quarantine and get you over here to go through this drawer. Cause truly <laughs> like it's given me a little bit of anxiety. Just, just talking about it is like, ah, you know what? We're just going to look at this drawer <laughs> I'm going to love it. We're going to move on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just, I love it. Justine, where can people find you? How can they work with you? So, okay. So you can find me on um, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, my website. Um, all my handles are passion style purpose and my website's passion style purpose.com. So like, Friend me, hang out with me. I love to chat. I like to joke around and be silly. So, <laughs> so friend me, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram, send me a message. Um, I don't know. Tell me what your favorite color is or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> My favorite and, color is forest green. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you have something that you would like to share? Oh, yeah. I'm be putting you in an uncomfortable. I know. Situation. I love it. You're you're putting me on the spot, which is all good things. Um, so two things is one, I am working, um, I'm not working. I'm, I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm like, I don't even know how to like articulate it, how excited I am. <laughs> Ooh. So I'm launching, um, an affirmation card deck, um, this summer. And so if you want to be a part of getting, um, getting a copy of it and be one of the first people that get it, it's going to be called oodles of doodles. Affirmation so <laughs> for your day. And um, I'm super stoked about that. And um, I'm also going to be taking on a few more clients this year. I usually work with a few clients. Um, yeah. So if that's, if you feel like you're interested in working with me and you really want to dig deep on, on your environment and what's going on in your space, if you're feeling stuck and stagnant and want to really empower yourself and move forward, um, feel free to message me, send me a message. You can also um, go to my website, passionstylepurpose.com and um, schedule a, a sesh with me and we can chat and get to know each other. Cause like, yeah. how can people reach out if they want to um, be on the list to get your oodles of doodles, affirmation <laughs> cards? Just send me a message on, on um, any of the platforms and then I'll add you to the list. Yay. So we're in the process of creating a landing page for that right now, but it's really exciting. Um, well, one of the things before we end, do we have a second? Yeah, we do. Sure. We have several <laughs> seconds. Okay. So I wanted to talk about really quickly, like um, having your kids, if your kids have a hard time letting things go, um, I wanted yeah. to share this really cool story um, with a client of mine. Um, she had this adorable little girl that really is attached to a lot of things because people have given it to her and she's like, Oh, so-and-so gave this to me. And, and I love this because they thought about me. And like, hmm. so if your child is one of those kind of people that have a hard time letting things go because of the thoughtfulness behind it, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I like to bring magic into the mix. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So what I did was I went to go talk to a little girl. She's about five years old. And I said, oh, my goodness. Like, I love your little your little sacred space. Um, would you like just talking to her about like the fairies? Cause she was really into fairies and unicorns and all that stuff. And we were talking about how, um, letting things go is going to help the fairies create homes, um, for their stuff, you know, and give it to other people that are in need. And so when you bring magic and play in their little imagination, you can really help empower them to let things go and know that it's okay to let things go in spite of someone giving it to you. Because you can transmute that into love and giving it to someone else. And I love that. Yeah. So I love working with kids in their spaces because they're so adorable and you can work in their little magical world. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's so cute. And it's great to like start this now, you know, like start that Mm -hmm. relationship with them now of them understanding their space and, and, their stuff and how to let things go because I mean I think that's again it's like a reason we all deal with it in adulthood is we never learned to deal with it when we were younger mm-hmm. so um yeah really powerful Justine thank you so much this has been amazing we'll put all of your information in the show notes um if you're listening and you're like loving Justine like we are <laughs> uh definitely reach out to her have a have a conversation see what's possible because this is this is the time to go into this right now. Seriously, this is the time. You're home. Yeah. Like you you you're probably dealing with this stuff already in your home. Yeah. So like this is the time for this. Um so check out all of Justine's links. It'll be in our show notes. Uh Justine, you'll be on next week, next Friday, once again. Yay! We'll do we'll dive deeper into this topic. Um if you have questions for That's Justine what the, what'd you say? That's what she said. Yes, that's what she said. <laughs> well, Sorry, I had to throw that in there. It's all good. You always have to, you know. Um, if you have questions for Justine, send us a message in our private Facebook group. Uh, and uh, it's called Inner Bloomers. If you're not in there already, request to be in there. We'll add you. Um, and yeah, we love you all so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 